Well, should we kick this thing off? Make a podcast? Let's make a podcast. Let's make episode nine of Dancing About Architecture with Scotty. Hey. And myself, Joe. And our super special guest, Mitchell. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome, Mitchell. Super happy to be here. Making some bad jokes. Brought his own mic and everything. Fuck yeah. And recording equipment. We're... Yeah, we're... We might have to bring you back more often. Well, the, audi- the audience will notice you'll be able to hear everybody this time. It won't sound like Scotty's yeah. tucked, tucked 10 feet away in, 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 the, in yeah. the bedroom. Thanks to Mitch, our, our quality is going to go up a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Content but, might go down. But. This is also the very first episode of uh, Dancing About Architecture that we are also videotaping. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Should we wait yeah. to the camera? Hi, everybody who hey. won't be watching this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're going to do with it yeah. yet or if we're going to put it on YouTube and get demonetized. Fun fact is I don't have pants on. Yeah. Yeah, none we've of us do up. actually. Yeah. yeah, we set it up yeah, but that way that we wouldn't have to wear pants. I'm more comfortable this way. Yeah. Who isn't? <laughs> um, I'm more comfortable when you're not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go through like a, a Mr. Rogers transition when I get home. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's shorts and like then a lighter zipper hoodie. Yeah, I'd actually be interested to. Yeah, I'd be interested to know in everybody's Mr. Rogers uh, thing when they get home. Mm-hmm. Like, so because mine is uh, I switch to flip flops mm-hmm. and sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm underwear off, sweatpants, and then I'll usually wear the same shirt or thermal that I was wearing that oh, you, day. You take your underwear off. Oh yeah, I'm I'm free balling at home, baby. Really? Oh yeah. That's kind of a good because I, I, the reason I want to find out is because like I want to try some new stuff. Oh, go you know? go free, go free. Yeah, just, just it's better yeah. that way. Yeah, I started. It's, it's I, a great I idea. To sleeping without boxers on, like I used to sleep like with boxer briefs on forever. Yeah, I, I've shifted to full naked sleeping, and it's great. Yeah, I I, I do full naked sleeping pretty often too, but um, not as much when I'm alone. The only time I ever full naked sleep is like after I got laid. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like that because I wake up without any pants on or at the clothes. Like, oh, yeah, I got laid last night. That's right. Oh, you it, know? Like, it's it, like, it, it makes it more. Yeah, yeah. yeah just re- like, instant reminder yeah. of, um, of you know, why I'm not wearing my normal yeah. pajama pants. I usually know that I had sex the night before. If I roll over and my dick is stuck to the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Superman that hoe. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a satisfying peel off, though, you know? Yeah, but as long as it's not a painful one. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you got to do it quick. Even yeah. when you get the, the dual stream pee. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! That's always fun. <laughs> you never know where it's gonna go. Even if you know it's coming, you never know. Like it's almost exciting to find out. You know, this is gonna be yeah. a, a six o'clock or a one o'clock. Yeah. You know, where, where's where's it? You can make a game out of that, really. You know, like a little mobile game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kind of guess where it's gonna go and try to aim it at, mm-hmm, at stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have that like where it like adjusts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. It, you, you get it yeah. dialed in, and then you have to like. You know, just the pressure. And you're aiming it at ex-girlfriends' faces. Because <laughs> that's like a little trick that I've always... I've always had trouble peeing in public. And one of the tricks... I have a whole lot of different tricks that I use. But one of them has always been picture an ex-girlfriend's face in a urinal. Doesn't that also give you erection? Because you remember the times you were pissing on your ex-girlfriends? No, it's always a picture of them like, No! You know, like, don't pee on my face! You know? <laughs> You know, you have those moments when your friend like tells you something about them, and you're like, "This is going to change the way I see you." Yeah, yeah, that's why I told you. Yeah, well, I feel Joe. You keep me on my toes. Which part was it? The fact that I have trouble peeing in public, or that I use that technique to help myself? Like the the technique, and then and then the face that you made Mm -hmm. describing their faces. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that changed things. Folks, you'll have to you'll have to turn into tune into the uh, video cast to to really capture that that moment. Um, see, but but, that's, was, but what about the face made you made you think that? Oh, it's just like one of those things where like the the face that you made, yeah. just like it just seared. It did it seared into my brain. Did you it's see there like, forever a girl's face or is it my face? No. Now whenever he pees in public, he's, he's gonna, gonna imagine pick, that you know, face. You know that, how, that exact face yeah. is what he's gonna be peeing on every time. Now I, I might I might as well. Although I, I don't have a problem peeing in public. That's fine. I mean, whatever you want to do with your imagination is okay with me. But I don't but, either. I have a problem when somebody talks about it when I'm trying to pee. <laughs> that that bugs me. They can just talk to you, but they talk about peeing. That's when it goes like, away. You know, how, like when somebody's like, you know, don't be mad. 
and you're not mad. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, don't be mad. Relax. Like, like and that makes you like furious. Yeah. It's yeah. like, if I'm like, Calm going down. To, if I'm going to pee and somebody's like, Hey, I'm in trouble getting started there. Like, uh, and then I'll just that, walk away. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, now I am. Yeah. Yeah. Now There's no way I'm peeing over. now. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you got a picture of your mom on you? Yeah, then that'll yeah. help. <laughs> throw that in the urinal. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a terrible affliction. It's always been, really really bad I, I had a period of time where i had to do p tests too uh and in in the in those cases somebody's actually there with you watching you to make sure you're not like, oh like drug tests not, dr- not they weren't tests. trying to like test your urinary tract to see if no you're no no yeah like a drug right drug test yeah, yeah. Right. so like there's a guy <laughs> in the bathroom with you making mm-hmm. sure you're not squirting it out of a tube you know uh, he doesn't actually have to look at your pee hole or anything, but like just has to be there. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-mm. so what I used to do is he have to like get some on his hands to, to verify that it's real pee, <laughs> yeah, you know, smell it. Yeah, well, they have the fake Chased dicks. It. Oh yeah, there's oh yeah, they have all kinds of incredibly elaborate industry for tricking drug tests. <laughs> yeah, I, I just took a whole bunch of uh, uh, this stuff called Zydot. Uh, which is like Golden Seal or whatever, whatever that those you know is just a really good version of stuff, and it would mask right. Uh, yeah, pee. yeah. Scotty and I, when we got jobs as camp counselors, the 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 year I graduated college, um, we had to take the P test too, and and we got these like gross like shake things. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's most, it's it was, it's, it was it's like yeah, really thick shake. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it was tough to it drink. Was, uh-huh. And then it was like, like slime. It, it tasted like if you had drank. Tropical punch Kool Aid, yeah, and then thrown it back up. Yeah. That was what it tasted like. Yeah, that was basically the stuff yeah. that I made. It was like a clear, thick liquid. Uh, mine, I remember being a little yeah, reddish, a little, but but I, I could yeah, flavors. Well, the, the thing I the, couldn't believe was how green my pee was. Mm. Like apparently it tested clear of THC, but that shit looked like I was pissing Red Bull. <laughs> so like like just a, a straight like look at that pee. Yeah. Like oh that guy took yeah, that shit. Really? But it was Red Bull color. Would oh that's be not the what happened with me because like they recommend that you t- you take it and you drink a ton of water and you pee and pee and pee and pee. Right, right. And then within a certain time frame, your pee is clear. Right. And like it actually comes out really clear. I remember the same thing. like a three-hour window. Yeah, like actually yeah. this says like know when your appointment is. Take yeah. it this much time before you pee. Right. And so yeah. for me, I had the problem of also not being able to pee. So I would drink. He had that problem too. Extra like, water. Oh, man. that Jason and I were sweating it out. We were because Mitch couldn't pee. Yeah, and like I, I, we all I, drove together. I've had that problem. Yeah. And so yeah. it was like we're we're pacing around the waiting room. I mean, it was <laughs> like it was so awkward. But they like were able to tell us that we passed like there. Yeah. Um, they're like, yeah, <laughs> see you, <but>, Mitch. <laughs> we need these jobs. <laughs> yeah, that was, was a fun, fun situation too. because like, the the di- camp director was like, "You guys passed your drug test," and we're like, "Yeah." She's like, "Really? <laughs> <laughs> what?" <laughs> like, oh. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's go. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, <laughs> no one did. Yeah. The magic. But I, I would. I would just overdo it though, and I would. Ha- I would drink so much water that I had to pee so bad, <laughs> and I would show up. And sometimes they wouldn't drug test you. You know, like sometimes, the, you know, they, they would spring it on you randomly, Random and drug sometimes test. you wouldn't get the test. So after the, you know, my meeting or whatever, they would. I'd have to run out to the parking lot and and pee in the parking lot. Because I had to pee so bad, and I would do that thing where, like, and then you get arrested for for, yeah, uh, yeah. for public indecency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally break my parole. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah, but it's clear pee. It's clean pee. Tested. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but that's how I learned to do that trick where you 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 open your car door and you act like you're doing something in the car, but you're actually just peeing. <laughs> Hobo pro tip. Yeah, yeah. I've had, like, I've I've been around <laughs> people that, that make that that do that move. You have to have like a truck or an SUV. But like, I've known yeah. a lot of people that bust that move out like all the time. And yeah, I'm, I had, like, a, I had a Cherokee so and it worked great. Yeah, Dude, you know, <clears throat> we we had an old uh, Italian family as friends, like hardcore Italians, the Gifridas, and so we were <laughs> Gifridas, Gifrida. Yeah, yeah. we Gifridas. We were. Um, I was I was a kid. We were stuck in Lake Tahoe for a nasty uh, snowstorm. Uh, we finally got out. It was really slow going on the highway. And all of a sudden, about an hour or two into the trip, we see the window go down and the wife dumps out like like a Mountain Dew 
uh, bottle, but it was steaming on the way out. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? What yeah, are they doing? And, and, and my mom was like, oh, you know, Richie, he's just peed into a, into a, into a bottle, you know, and poured it out. But this is like the whole family in the car, too. You know, there's yeah. like five of them in the car. I, I, just, I can still yeah. just say, imagine, like, that's also got to be hard to do with your legs and driving in traffic. Dude, like, it's a bitch. Oh, he was yeah. Yeah. the actual driver that did he it? He was the driver, oh, man, yeah. And, so, and then that. also handed his wife the bottle so that she could Here, dump, dump it. Here, Yeah, exactly. It's warm. Oh, yeah. yeah, that probably started with a hold the wheel. Hand me that bottle. Go again. Hold the wheel. It was a team effort there. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. The kids in the back, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me one time when I was like, you know, the the county uh, line checks that they have near the near the border. Yep. Um, like when you're in Southern California, there's like they'll, they'll have these like little checkpoints that you drive through on the freeway. Yeah, is it like drunk driving checks or just no? They're like uh, it's for illegal immigrants. And oh, oh, okay, yeah, Mexicans yeah, straight yeah. up for illegal immigrants, right? Um, which is so weird when they ha- they have one from like San Diego to Orange County. Like I don't know what they're looking for. They're just waiting for the wall. Yeah, no, that's um, the real fucked up ones. You think you made it? You know, you're out of San Diego, yeah. heading, heading to the OC, but, but the OC is like, nope, no Mexicans, please, unless you're yeah, there are no our Mexicans houses. in the Orange County. Yeah, I don't know how none that you can see that at least. That's the trick. You can't see them. Yeah, they hide them really well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> in plain sight, you know, that's the, that's the real trick. A lot of blonde wigs, big sunglasses. Yeah, but anyways, uh, we're 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 in line for that thing, and it was like going real slow. And my buddy Chris Davis, that was in the car with me, had to uh, had to pee really bad because he'd been we'd been drinking beforehand. Like I'd only had like one beer, but we were like splitting pitchers, and so he was like drinking three quarters of a pitcher mm-hmm. while I was having one beer. So he like had a gnarly pee pee going, and we were just stuck in traffic, and you can't get off. And like after the border, after that little checkpoint, it's Camp Pendleton, so there's another sure. ten miles of you can't pull over. Yeah. So I had some like empty plastic bottles in the backseat of, back of my car and he just like grabs one and like decides to pee and it's like a standard water bottle size and he like fills one of those. Yeah. And then all of the sudden, for some reason, like my line starts moving real fast. And so like I had to hold his bottle. I drive a stick shift. <laughs> like, so, like I'm holding his pee bottle Ooh. and he's like still got to go. Oh. So yeah. he's got to like go yeah. into another bottle. It was like dumb and dumber where he's like oh. holding like handing him bottle after bottle. Yeah. And like I just want him to finish because he's like hun- I'm in a you know black Nissan Maxima. Like this thing <laughs> right. You know could potentially be it's it, let's just say it, it has enough potential to have an illegal alien in it to mm-hmm. where they're going to give me a look. Probably, <laughs> at least a you look. Know. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a mid 90s Nissan Maxima that was pretty dusty. <laughs> so at any rate, yeah, so like it was just so awkward but he finally like, you know, finished and then we he had to stash the bottles. Right. I was so mad at him. I was so mad. I Luckily, was so you pissed. had multiple bottles to work. Yeah, but with. also, yeah. how hard is it to like stop mid serious pee stream, like get another bottle? You, you, he must have peed on your on your seat. No, you, I mean you, you can, can you stop mid stream. Yeah, you can do it. It's I mean it's not flawless. You know? <laughs> <laughs> flawless victory. Yeah, you're gonna have a little spillage here, <laughs> a drop there. or two. Yeah, but we all live with uh, a drop or two of pee. The, the scariest yeah, thing ever like, is there's a drop or two of pee. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you ever tried to pee in a can? That's the scariest thing ever. Oh my ever. god! Oh, you can yeah. do that on like that happened. That happened to me in Berkeley one time. Yeah. I could wait. You had to, you had to do it when you were fishing. You yeah. were on a boat and had to pee in a can. Yeah, because it's like if it's too windy, you can't just pee off the side of the boat because it'll come back in. So you have to like pee in a can and then dump it. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Just pee against the wind. Pee, don't pee in I mean, the wind. You're on a small. No, because you're on a boat. Not, the wind swirls on you. Yeah, but also <laughs> you're not. It's not but, to be trusted. But also, but like pee downwind. I don't. I'm not on like a a, a a yacht. You know, this is like a little dinghy where like where you can't just get up and move around the boat. Like you have your spot and you have to kind of stay in it. Yeah, like if Otherwise you stand, gonna, if you're on like a boat less than twenty feet. Like a little fishing boat, one of those little tinnies, you know? Yeah. And you're standing on the edge peeing, there is a 75% chance you're ending up in that water. Yeah, it's really <laughs> scary, too. Yeah, so you're better off peeing in a, in a cup or a, a, a can or something. But, like, yeah, I mean, just, you could have Mother Teresa in the boat and she'd be tempted to be like, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, and my, and my, dad, my dad is the worst, like, on boats. My brother and I make fun of him all the time. Uh, for two reasons. One, he chain smokes <laughs> and he's constantly just flicking the butts in the water. <laughs> you know? I'll just use a big ashtray. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the other is he he stands up like uh, like it's going out of style. Like it's just like 
stands up like immediately and shifts everything. Like it's never, you know, like when you stand up on a boat and there's other people on it, you're supposed to kind of like gently stand up and make sure everybody's aware. Well, that you're doing you don't it. want to rock the boat. You don't want to rock the boat. But my dad, for don't some reason, he'll just like jump up and like run across the boat. And we're all just like, ah, <laughs> fall over. It's like when we're crabbing, we go crabbing a lot too. So like when you're crabbing, you're usually kind of hanging off the side of the boat, like with a drop line, you know. Uh, and then, so like when somebody stands up really quick and now <laughs> shifts is, around, is this because your dad is fucking with you, or because your dad just has nervous no. energy and needs to walk around the boat? I just think he just doesn't think about. It. There's like <laughs> a couple of things my dad does that are, that he just doesn't think about when it comes to that stuff. One being just constantly flicking cigarette butts in the in the water. You know, he'll like this is beautiful, isn't it? So beautiful and nice out here. I love nature. I love nature, yeah. and then just flicking butts in you watch them float by just like put it in a can or something and the other being like he just doesn't pay attention when he decides to stand up he just something whatever the emergency is that he needs to stand up for overrides the fact that you're not supposed to do that in his mind yeah the other thing that he does is not boat related is if his if he needs to retuck his shirt in, he'll pull his pants down in public. Oh, dad, that is such that a one, fucking dad move. Uh, that man. one always got us. Oh yeah, and yeah. T- tidy whities tidy whities Oh yeah, yeah. Oh and yeah. He'll just rip his pants down and adjust his shirt and pull them back up. And all right, now I'm tucked back in again. <laughs> I'm 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 fit for uh, for civilian society now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like it's like a part of his mind blacks out the part that, that right. It's embarrassing. Well, I don't yeah. look good in public. I need to fix how I look in public. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, my shirt's not tucked in quite right. Hang on one sec. Oh good, I'm back to being good in public. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened in between. I don't, I don't know what happened from not being good in public to being good yeah. in public. But why, I'm good now. Why are my kids running away from yeah. me. <laughs> Why is the police officer coming up again? <laughs> yeah. Right, but that was like the, the baby boomers were like the last generation that produced men like that. Yeah. Like, it's different now. Mm-hmm. Like, when you have kids, like, people adapt to their kids. But, right. like, men used to... The kids like, adapted yeah, to them. Like, if you don't, you're going to get killed. You know, like, uh, a uh, certain there was a certain level of, like, you have to figure out what's going on or you're going to get knocked off the boat or you're going to, you know... Right. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. A There's more... not a lot of like thinking about everybody else when you know, and yeah, well, right. This the same Italian family. I was just reminded of the same guy who peed in the cup. He would come when we went over to have dinner at their house. He would eat dinner in his tidy whities. He would be at the head of the table in his underwear, macking down on some <laughs> fucking tasty ass Italian food. And that was just that's Richie. That was how it was. And everyone's like, okay, he was just like, comfortable. That yeah, way. and it, no, no one, no one said, no one thought twice. It was his house. Yeah. It was how he did it. You know. Did and you it, ever recommend that, was... that maybe he wear like red tidy whities? So, so <laughs> the pasta sauce. sauce yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're really gonna get some spaghetti stains on tidy That's not spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, like that's the uh, that that's something that's just sort of lost. Is like that. You know, my house, my rules, motherfucker. My castle. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, not that now, way anymore. Now women are all uppity and think that they have opinions and should be respected and stuff and it's, just thrown everything off. No, really, it's yeah. it's not so much that it's that. It's that, like, somehow we're supposed to do everything that they tell us. Like, I think that the power dynamic, it's like women already had an incredible amount of influence over us. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, it was a male-dominated professional world didn't mean that they didn't have power. And now it's like the balance of power is out. It's like it was more of a 50-50 before. Now it's like a 70-30. Like it's just mm-hmm. the, the strength of men is, is, is diminishing. And I, and, and I think that everyone's suffering as a result. Well, but thankfully our, our, the strength in our arms is still strong enough to go knock a tick down. You know, that's what it really comes down to. That's the power that we can influence on them. But yeah. they get to decide what we have for dinner. Right. Well, they still got to decide what we had for dinner back then, right? I suppose. They were uh, cooking it. <laughs> 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 All right, this is turning into a not an LOL. Um, so why don't we try? Why don't we try a segment? Let's get into a segment. Yeah, this Yay. is what we're known for on Dancing About Architecture is yes. our segments. I'm here for the segments. <laughs> here for the segments. Stay for the not an LOL. Um, so uh, let's pick one. What, I know, I know, Mitch. You you had some ideas. You took a look at our segments and you came up with some stuff that you. That yeah, you... I think 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 I think
saw a few in there. Yeah. Uh, it looks like you've got quite a few illogical beliefs. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. So why don't we uh, – let's hear one of your illogical beliefs, Mitch. Well, so this this might be a, a different slant on the illogical beliefs because I have – I assume this segment means you have a belief in your life and, uh-huh. and it's an illogical one, so you want to go and explore this belief. It's basically uh, – it's, it's, a, it's a belief that you have that is not logical because, it, you know, like a good example – it was the, the very first one that I did was that I, I just I don't like to eat food that comes in the mail. Illogical beliefs. Illogical beliefs. All right, Mitch, we're ready for you. Woo. <laughs> so I my logical belief uh, is that I don't believe in like horoscopes and zodiac signs and I don't believe in like Jupiter in the house of Mercury makes your 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 phone turn off and so <laughs> my wife does believe in these things I think that's it's more illogical on her part right? well so <laughs> I've had like the worst week or two right i've had phone issues i've had car problems i oh, broke yeah? this great little coaster that i love i, I broke a glass while i was cleaning dishes just like things oh, like clumsy, seem to be just yeah. falling out i feel like i'm in a real funk and and i'm just like i'm just dealing with it right just just get through this this is some bullshit you know this yeah, is just the, yeah those bad things tend to happen in threes and fours right sometimes. right yeah. right but it, it's just been this series of unfortunate events these last like like two weeks or or or, or more wow and so i was Sorry for you there, talking with, with 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 my wife about it last night and she was describing a similar thing and she told me that uh, apparently mercury is in retrograde yeah, I've heard that one before. And and in, in about a week or so, Mercury will, will be out of retrograde and, and everything will be fine. <laughs> and so I'm thinking that maybe I'm wrong in believing that, that stars can't affect your, your daily life, that, that horoscopes you know, or shouldn't yeah. be believed and, 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 and thought okay. of as... so that's why it's an illogical belief. Because, because maybe I'm maybe, fucking wrong. Yeah. Maybe everything in my life is preordained by fucking planets. And because that Mercury is... I don't even know well, what retrograde means, but because yeah. Mercury is retrograde, no, the, the transmission <laughs> in my Jeep broke. The, well, the interesting thing is, is that I don't think there's proof either way. There's no, like, solid proof that it's not real, and there's no solid proof that it is. And that's why it's a theory. Uh, I don't. I have my my own illogical reasons for not believing in that bullshit too. Right, but it's like I think that there's. It's like gravity is essentially what you're getting yeah. into, right? Which we don't really understand. Like we don't know where gravity comes from. Yeah, but even but we do know mm-hmm. that the moon's gravity on the Earth and the, the the way that the moon rotates around the Earth and its cycle yeah. is directly like directly affects the menstrual cycle of women. So our reproduction right is based on just like the, the tides yeah. yeah like it has a profound influence but we right. just don't know what that is we know it but makes just the like, water go but up just and like down. just like gravity we know it exists but we don't know what it is yeah yeah but i feel like with gravity it's a constant i can always count on yes. on my phone falling from my hand at the same rate at it the is. same time but like some fucking planet is in some part of the universe right now, and because of that, yeah. I, I break a glass. You know, my favorite scotch glass when I'm doing the dishes that I've done a thousand right. times. I mean, some, it happened to happen some this Some part same about it week. makes a little sense, right? If you really think that everything is connected in that way, yeah. and like we're in a, a moving galaxy and universe where, like, you know, stars are shooting around and planets are rotating and all this stuff is happening that we don't really know how or why it's happening. Like, and it's so because of that, I lost possible. one of my project files for one of the jobs I'm working on and had to go back like two days of work because of that. <laughs> it's possible. It depends on what the effects are, right? Because like if it's a physical effect, maybe it makes you more clumsy, right? And that's why you broke your coaster. But it doesn't necessarily explain like why you would be more forgetful. You didn't back up your file or something like that. Or you made, or you made a decision that you could have taken an extra step to make a better decision about and you lost your file or whatever. So... There's no real scientific explanation <laughs> for that stuff, right? Well, what about my, my Jeep's transmission just deciding not to go in reverse anymore? Everything was fine. I mean, Everything was going just I think fine. That's, I think, in my opinion, that's one of the things that you really can't blame on horoscopes. Like that, I think your Jeep's transmission broke because maybe you didn't do proper maintenance on it or it just reached that point in its life where it was going to break. Or There's so many reasons... Uh, one of them maybe one or two of them maybe being 
could fit within that categorization, but it's well, yeah, less and his likely. Jeep is old enough to buy an AR-15 in 36 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, I'm just thinking, should, should I just stop believing that I am in control of my own destiny and just start reading horoscopes and, and moon charts and everything and well, see, just, I, just just fall into that well, yeah, and I mean, let them direct it? There's a theory that, that we don't have free will. So that means that for two weeks, while Mercury's in retrograde, I can just shut down and not touch an electronic device, well, right? see, because that's the thing, though. Like, I think that it's something that it doesn't have to be like, okay, it's the horoscope determines what my life is. But it's like, if shit's going to be a little fucked up, it's like maybe that's not the week you buy a new TV and carry three <laughs> flights of stairs up to your house. Like, yeah. you know, it's like because it's like it's like we know what gravity's effect is on a ski ball, and when we roll that ski ball, we know how hard to roll it to roll it into the fifty or the hundred or the forty. I do at least, but every time, <laughs> some of us do. But but you can't sit there and I mean to roll nine fifties in a row is an incredible accomplishment. So it's not that. It's there are, there are all these subtle factors that are playing into things. Sometimes, like sometimes, you can roll eight out of nine pretty easily, and sometimes you can only roll three or four out of nine. But what's going into it, it you don't know. It's like you, an ex girlfriend could have just had a baby that you really were always <laughs> for, and she's gotten like pumped into posting yeah. stuff on Instagram, and it's gotten in your fucking dome. And it, it, somehow this all comes back. Fifty. This all comes back to Rube Goldberg. Right. It's 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 the Maybe chaos. Yeah, maybe there's some new sort of spirituality or religion we can start that's a, sort of a cross between horoscopes, astrology, and Rube Goldbergism. <laughs> oh, that's good, right? Yes, where we just like it's like um, you know it's the wheat harvest in Saudi Arabia this month, so that means that da, 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 like you just yeah you actually it to can, random you, you, shit or you every, put every effort into connecting all these things. Every, every time something goes wrong in your life, yeah, you really try to go back a couple yeah. of spaces and find find yeah. the person that that originally dropped that marble on that right. track. It's like a, yeah. it's a cross between the astrology paper towel that hit the bowling ball. Yeah, Rube Goldberg and. Uh, the butterfly effect. <laughs> yes. That blend. Like, all, all of those things Like in, in Silicon Valley, when their, their Peter Thiel character mm-hmm. was like staring at Burger King stuff for like a day. Yeah. And then he's like, I noticed that all of the, you know, seven out of ten breadings contain sesame seeds. And like the majority of their sesame seeds come from Indonesia. Yeah. And the sesame sesame seed production is influenced negatively every ten years by the cicada life cycle. Right, and so like <laughs> there's all these you know it's like there's these yeah there are these patterns these determining that exist throughout the world. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like it's 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 game theory. It's that like science of chaos. Like mm-hmm. sometimes there's a pattern to it. Yeah, but sometimes all it takes is just like a certain few things to hit a tipping point, and then yeah. it it has a big effect. Do you know Do you know much about Sam Harris's theory of uh, uh, that we don't uh, actually have free will? Yeah, I, it's I, I haven't heard a clean explanation of it. I've heard it talked but, about. Yeah, and I've heard him talk about it, but I haven't heard his like. Yeah. This is my theory. I I, I feel like Sorry. maybe every time I listen to it or or try to look into it, I feel, it makes me feel like I'm not smart enough to understand it. <laughs> I right. hate that stuff. Like, you think you're the, good and be like most oh, no, of the no, time no, no. when I listen to Sam Harris, that makes me feel dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like it's like Albert Einstein said, like if you can't explain something, so a five year old can understand it you yeah. yourself don't really understand it. yeah well that that's not i was reading an article <laughs> about um you know some something about some shit that trump has pulled and it came down to like like contract law and there were like two paragraphs describing like how these contracts are actually being affected in real life yeah. i'd read those two paragraphs like five times and i still don't exactly get it and there's just two little paragraphs but yeah. i just could not wrap my fucking mind around the language they were using and like how like thus and then then i know and it was it was just an article it wasn't the contract but the article still fucking yeah. me up. and then well, eventually it, if you feel like you're wasting your time, it's like, well, maybe I'm never going to get. I'm this. just a <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, and I'm moving on. Right. Like, remember there was a, 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 a an event that happened oh, in a, in a Dodger game. Oh yeah, look at where, that. Where I have a freshly packed pool. Yes. Um, in a Dodger game, it happened where they had to get a fourth out yeah. in an inning. Yeah. And it was like this it was really like a drop of a, the strike three, right? And so somehow the runner got on base because it was how somebody was still an active runner, even though the third out had been made. Like, this is one of those things. I read it. I read this article in the LA Times that explained it. I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. And then, like, an hour later, didn't get it anymore. Like, forgot what right. exactly it was. And then a few years later, I was like, hey, what was that situation with the fourth out? And then I looked it up and I read it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's how it works. And now I've forgotten it again. Yeah. It's just, it, it, there's a certain level of, like, reasoning 
mm-hmm. you get to where it's like you can explain it, but it's like I just yeah. can't. I think and I think some stuff uh, like like Mitch's article, for instance, if, uh, a lot of political stuff and law stuff is meant to not be understood as right. well. Like, right? Maybe whoever wrote that maybe just didn't want you to understand it. I don't believe that. It, it's it's a it's a liberal easy rag. It, it's something that I read all the time. It's 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 a conversational kind of place. Yeah. It, it was just like talking about. The 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 specificity of how this contract was written and what the parties needed to to do based on how this contract was written and how there was some clause somewhere in there that made this action negate this contract and like was it just the complexity that made it really difficult to understand or the language or both it was it was it was both it was it wasn't really the language but it was just it was just about like how these clauses work and how this this amendment B based on 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 their it sounds like it was the complexity of the contract itself i i I think that 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 was the case i mean i understood all which is often how they weren't using latin but but legalese yeah yeah tends to be yeah there should be like we need to come up with a way to where we're limiting what how how complex Mm -hmm. something can be like uh the last this last spending bill that came out was like 2400 pages long Mm -hmm. and the, the the senator or the congressman had like to three hours or something to to before they voted on it. Right, that's yeah. the part that I don't like care. a twelve hundred page document. Like obviously, the whole point is is like to put stuff in there. Yeah, that you don't want anybody to know about and like it, it's the hide same. it amongst the all the other jargon. Yeah, right. It's like the same thing with like the with with these like complex contracts and stuff. It's like no, this mm-hmm. is like designed so that like only lawyers like so you have to have a lawyer. Like yeah. you can't just do simple contracts like between two people where it's right. like, hey, like we had sex, you're not going to tell anybody about it. Cool, <laughs> done. But like integrity doesn't exist anymore, so we don't get to do that, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, with Stormy Daniels, uh, is she going to, you know, like how many rich guys are going to pair to have sex with them now that she burned Trump on the on on that? Like, like she is eliminating done, her livelihood. Then, then again, job. I don't then again, think... she's becoming more famous. I didn't know who Stormy Daniels was. Yeah, she, she's going to make so much more money without having someone pay for her pussy. Than, than I looked. I mean, I like I looked her up on Pornhub. Like, she's not that hot. Right, but also, this was also what Doesn't ten, matter ten years ago. Too famous. She's going to be famous. Oh, it's, yeah. she'll she'll get she'll get a book signing. She'll get a book tour. She'll she'll get get the the CNBC. Yeah, she's already doing the sixty just minutes about anything now. Yeah, she'll probably be a Viagra spokesperson, or or, or oh yeah, or a, she'd be perfect. You know, I mean, for that. she there's there's now that now that she is internet famous, her her you know her her mm-hmm. high end is 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 untouchable. Yeah, huh? How, I bet somebody's gonna try to hire her to do a reenactment. Oh the, my with, god, a reenactment porn with re- some, oh yeah, yes. you know that's gonna happen. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd be fun to start a uh, like like post a fake article that was like Stormy Daniels got an STD and that's why she had to do this like she needed a new income, revenue stream <laughs> she had like she's like I can't whore myself out for sex anymore because I have this I'm like, out my pussy's out she had a protracted um, right. uh, Rose, cervix or something weird Rose happening button. you know something gross happening and so she's like got it she's got to whore herself out in a whole new way now right and, and, and this is the kind of whoring herself out that's really gonna like affect her she's gonna, not gonna sleep well at night after right, doing yeah. all this stuff like like she was fine being a, being a prostitute and having sex but like once she has to start dealing with like these media people and like all it's this stuff she's story. like oh i yeah. i i've I, I I, I never right. done that yeah, i feel so dirty now right. <laughs> yeah. yeah like she's not gonna she might have gotten one spot on on the view or 60 minutes but like it's she's not gonna come back well, come back. She was, she, yeah. She, I mean, not as not as this, the kind this, of porn this star is that she was. Her yeah. comeback, and she's never. It but the, probably is. And and if she plays it right, I mean, a lot of these women are are smart, intelligent business women. There's there's a way to 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 do porn these days that isn't just the old standard, you know. And so if she's one of those smart ones, she's going to get a flush of money right now. And if she tucks it away somewhere, she, she could be set for life after something like this. Well, there's and there's yeah, lot like fine. that's the thing. There's lots of ways to be a whore. Right, you know? right. We're like, whores every day. Yeah, it doesn't involve your vagina. But, I mean, she had to have sex with Donald Trump. That's one thing that everyone's going to be like. Their relationship went on for, like, a while. And then they were friends for a year afterwards. Right. Like, and have you like, seen these other, these other women coming out? He's got another another Playboy playmate that he had, like, a following relationship with. And these women are, like, good looking, you know? she defended like, him. Yeah, well, he's rich. Right. He's a billionaire. Right. Yeah. This is how the world works. You can have sex with whoever you want if you have enough money. It's true. Yeah, but still, and, like... If the, you have enough money, you can make them shut up about it. <laughs> yeah. And if you have enough money, you can keep them coming back. Like, do you think Donald Trump is good in the sack? 
No. <laughs> so like, if you have enough money, matter. just pay him, and you just, they just keep coming back. It's it's not because they want to get fucked by Donald Trump. It's because they want to be around Donald Trump and his money influence. Yeah, exactly. And his influence and power. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's all. That, that's all yeah. that matters. I mean, to I would fuck people. Donald Trump for that kind of influence, money, and power. Well, would you fuck him and let him fuck you? Uh, no, I'd fuck him. Yeah. 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 What would you do to let him fuck you? I wouldn't let him fuck me. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, there's nothing. There's no. nothing. Yeah. No, I don't care about money that much. <laughs> you know? Like yeah. I like it, but I don't love it. Not to say I wouldn't let somebody <laughs> fuck me, just not Donald Trump. Right. right? I, I, no, I got that. Yeah. Yeah, I understood that. Part. It really depends on who it is. <laughs> you know, what would be worse is if you give somebody a choice where you're like, all right, you have to fuck. One, you like assign somebody a person, yeah, and you're like, you, for like ten million dollars, you have to fuck this person. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't it be more fun? This could be like a movie premise. Is where it's like it's an indecent proposal where you're like, all right, you like to a married woman, mm-hmm. you're like, for a million dollars, you have to fuck someone other than your husband. Right, that you pick. Yeah. I mean, like, it sounds like something that's probably the, happened. Like that's one of those mind fuck situations. The, the husband chooses who no, the wife she, fucks. Ooh, that the husband. She gets a million she, dollars. But she gets a million dollars. She has to fuck somebody other than her husband. Yeah. Right. But and it's her call. She picks. Yeah. I mean, how that is, just sounds uh, like how a is bonus that a, to adultery. That, that 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 sounds like that sounds like nothing interesting whatsoever. Nothing interesting whatsoever. So like when her husband, so her husband's like aware, like this is an open deal. Right. Yeah, the yeah. husband knows. It's like a right. reality show. You have to pick the person that you have sex. And with. And she for can be like George dollars. Clooney. And then boom, she can fuck George Clooney, or it's like it's like here's 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 but I would imagine here's a, Slate Bar. Yeah, you yeah. have to choose one person yeah. in this room right now to fuck. You know, but like imagine, right now, yeah. your, your choice. But yeah. here's a dozen but guys. Some but I husbands think even, would go along with it. But it'd be oh. like an easy choice. Be like, oh, I'm gonna fuck George Clooney, and like that. And then it's like, all right, but like that's gonna seep in. Like your you know your wife fucks George Clooney. At first, you could. Are oh, you like, thinking you about ju- it from the husband's point of view? From who? Yeah, from her husband's point of view, and then her point of view to him. Like, how do you explain it? Like, oh, well, maybe I should fuck somebody that's ugly so he won't be jealous about it. Yeah, but, like, we'll have a million no, dollars. This is, this is a, such a boon for this woman. She's getting a million dollars and getting to fuck whoever she wants to. I don't think she's going to be thinking about... I mean, it depends on the, on, the, on the woman, I suppose. There are some women that, that could never even think yeah. about a stranger's hands touching them, right? Just, that, that's not the way their mind works at all. Okay, so it would fuck with a person more if it was, like, husband picks. Well, yeah, but, it depends. Yeah, it, it would be that would be the probably the most interesting part of the the problem would be would, the husband be, picking who would be the discussion that they have about who it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. more so than the amount of money or anything else, what they even did with them or whatever. Right. It would be there'd probably be a long time of like, well, why did you pick that person? Yeah. Right, because it could be like, like, yeah, baby, go, go, fuck George Clooney. You know, I love you. Have, have, have a good time. But then, like, what you're saying, Scotty, I think is that while she's banging George Clooney, in the back of my mind, it'll be like she's never gonna want to fuck me again after fucking George Clooney. So right. like, I went too big. I, I will never yeah. be able to accept. Then, so it's like, but like, it's like what about that'd that? That'd be pretty sad if so that you, actually happened. But, but so you got to let it simmer, right? So it'd be like, I think the key would be like, all right, ninety days from now. You have to have sex with someone. Yeah. And you choose whoever. Like, you have to choose. You can't necessarily just pick whoever you want. Like, it's not like like, she can call up George Clooney and be like, hey, listen, I'm going to get a million dollars if I fuck you. Like, George Clooney's not going to be like, yeah, cool, let's do it, you know? Right. So you have to pick somebody who is also willing. Okay, here we go. This is good. It's like uh, you have a a cure for a disease that this person has, and you'll only give it to her. If she picks some, one dude to have sex with that's not her husband. So that way she could blackmail George Clooney into fucking her. No, because George, George Clooney's, Clooney's still, such a good guy and no, he's like, I don't want you no, to die. George Clooney still has has no motivation. because yeah, she would if die. If George Clooney had die disease, if she doesn't. Right. Well, that's going on basing on that George Clooney's a really good dude. No, you'd have, no yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's, you give George... So you get a million dollars and you get a, a, a disease that you only have the cure for and then you give it to whoever... Uh, whoever you want, and that's how you choose who you're going to have sex with. You so give like, them a disease first. She, she gives George. <laughs> oh, you Clooney give them. A, the no, you have a disease where the only cure is to have sex with somebody else who has the disease. <laughs> so you just give it. But to you have the you, only and then cure. We'll give it to somebody else. Yeah. yeah. So you like George Clooney? You have the disease now, and the only way to be cured is to fuck me. So now we're getting into like a saw meets indecent proposal reality, right? But I think <laughs> I think the, the that's what I'm saying. The only way the, to get George Clooney to fuck some random wife, right? You know. But the thing that fascinates me is like if you give people time to think about things, like like a choice like that, it'll mm-hmm. always fuck with them. Like you think it, like you first think about, it, oh, that'd be easy. But then you sleep on it, 
And then the next day, it's like you're thinking about George Clooney banging your wife for a month. Like you're going to be like, hey, why don't you do? And then you're so then it comes down to you. you just, I guess the question is like, who would be the person that would bother you the most? Like George Clooney or like uh, Andre uh, the Giant, Andre the Giant, or a, a real <laughs> like a porn star, you know? That's, I'd probably be more afraid of, of my wife being fucked by a porn star than George Clooney. I'd yeah. probably be okay with George Clooney. Like, nobody's, or like nobody's some... ever said like George Clooney is the best lay ever. He's just George a handsome Clooney guy. It's, the, Mitch has a thing for George Clooney. Uh, back when we were in high school. Who knows? I mean, George back when we were in college. Suck in bed. Back when we were in college, I, I, Mitch was so obsessed with George Clooney. And this was like... <laughs> this was like just Dust post ER days, like Oceans, Dust Till Dawn, yeah, Oceans, yeah. right before Ocean's Eleven. With George Dust Clooney was like, obsessed with him as an actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and well, I asked and him, a handsome man. And I asked him one time, I was like, "Dude, would you fuck George Clooney?" And he answered so quickly, "Would you?" Yes. <laughs> and he answered so quickly and so beautifully. He was like, "Well, yeah." Yeah. But just so I could see how he did it. So then I could try to like emulate that for the rest of my life. That's a great answer. That's that sounds great. like it was a logical belief answer. too. <laughs> <laughs> What's your logical belief? Uh, I believe that if I fuck George Clooney, I will learn to fuck like George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I fuck like George Clooney. All right. I, yeah. I promise you that. I came, I came you, to that You've done your somehow. research? I have. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you guys wonder if like George Clooney would be like really lazy in bad because you just could be I, I think most like, I've super never hot had, people would be that way because they, I've never they just... had the luxury of not having to try I think mm-hmm. about the George Clooney from Burn After Reading so he's like invents this weird chair that fucks you <laughs> <laughs> oh but it was also that was um, oh I can't even think of it right now what was the, the movie with George Clooney and um, escaping from jail um with J-Lo? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That God, one. that was such That's a great a, fucking movie. Yeah. One of the greatest scenes of any movie was, was when they finally got together in the bar. Mm. And they're just doing that wonderful cut between one. them talking in the bar to them fucking. So, like, you just know inevitably it's going to happen, but they're still dancing around. I just That, that was a wonderful piece of Yeah. Work. Somebody really good movie? made that movie, too. Yeah, it was Soderbergh. Yeah, it was when I, when I was deep in my Soderbergh days. I can't think right. of it. Yeah, though. I can't remember the name of it's it like either. Out of time or Yeah, it's, it's not get out, but maybe it is out of maybe it is out of time. I don't know. I'll look it up. We'll we'll, we'll put the notes, the liner notes in the uh, in the comments here, folks. All right. So um but no, there's one so so We're the husband up? needs to choose the man. And so if George Clooney isn't the option, then is like the other option just like walking down Mission Street and pointing to some random bum and be like, fuck that guy. Because like then you never have to worry about about like her her thinking less of your sexual time because then you'll be like compared to that I mean, guy you know, you know, or put, put the homeless guy performs like a fucking champ <laughs> and you Queens get out up, fucked yeah. by a homeless guy. No husband is going like, to do that. I can live with getting out fucked by George Clooney. <laughs> I could be like, all right, fine. He's yeah, a no, fucking movie star. No, no, no husband is no going to choose a homeless guy. Right? But some random homeless dude in the mission, I couldn't live with. I, that, that'd be it. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm out. So pick, so or like, would you pick like a gay guy? If you put yourself Ooh, in, see, that'd be a really, that'd be a great choice. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but the gay guy won't do it. I guess we're still back. Let's just assume we can make the guy do it. We can find it. Pick whoever she wants. Give him ten grand out of the million. It's it's magic, right? Someone's gonna do that. Okay. And most most gay guys have fucked women. There's few gold star gays out there, from what I understand. Is that what they're called when they have the gold star gold star gay? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Like high school, junior believe, high, trying to be like like there's there, there's 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 degrees of gold star. Like if you're if I think if you're a five star gold star, you never have like a finger up a girl's vagina. But like then you're a one star if you only finger them, and then if, you know it all uh, the, the okay. levels the levels up. So well, I mean, it's like, like any heterosexual who hasn't had a gay experience, right? Like, are you a five star heterosexual? Four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what you get a started for, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there are five stars, mm-hmm. and one each. Each one would be a deduction. Yeah, I know, but like, what is it? What counts as a? Oh, each. No matter what you did with somebody, like, I think none of yeah. us gets five stars because it's like, well, you you're, you're you're a five star hetero the day you're born. Yeah, you've you've done nothing but touch female genitalia. Or you're a five-star homosexual the day you're born. If you're a lesbian, I guess. I would say maybe. Or if you're... If if you're a guy, you've come out and you've you've touched a vagina on your way out. (laughs) (laughs) It 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 has to be be sexual. You you sucked on some titties as a kid, you know? Uh, It it doesn't count. It has to be sexual. All right. I I concur. Mm Mm-hmm. So everybody's born a five star, whatever they are. A five star, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you just lose. Or, or you're a ten star if you're a bi. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, it's, then it works the opposite way. You want to knock out all the stars. Right, right. right as opposed yeah. to... You got to shoot the moon. <laughs> yeah. Like you... <laughs> I don't That's any, how you get stars. I don't have any stars left, guys. I got none left. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm the stars. I, just, I just knocked off my last star. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. now my I'm last gonna, half a now star. Now I'm going to switch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's why trans people exist. They, they need to. They, they, want, need they to, want five stars again. Right. They want to start yeah. off. I gotta try something else. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Have you guys ever looked up pictures of trans dicks on the internet? No. No. It's weird. Oh, I bet. Lose, lose <laughs> half a star. Scotty's, yeah, Scotty's star down to four and a half. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'll take a whole star away. Like, I've checked out other guys' dicks. I'm going to admit, I like doing it. It's just. We've all checked out other guys' dicks and porns. You just have to. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like. I mean, imagine if you could try to avoid okay. looking at. If you, Are you checking you're so out. so homophobic that you could. But you watched porn, but you just had to look away from dicks. Well, like, yeah, you yeah. could not but, see the dick. Wait, Scotty, are you looking at transsexual dicks with a hard on? No. <laughs> okay. No. It's, it's for science. Research. It was, for research. I, I, just, I can go with just pure morbid curiosity. Yeah. Like, I was just... I mean, you don't even have to... It doesn't even have to be morbid curiosity. Just it was curiosity. like, I have those moments. That's the beauty of the internet. Like, I, there's moments where I just fall in love with Google all over again. Sure. When there's something super Some weird something that really I want to know about, and it's like, there you are. Mm-hmm. You beautiful Google image search. The fact that you can find that shit so easily. Yeah. Where it was like, you know... 20 but years ago. I was actually surprised that they library. weren't as like um, ubiquitous as I would have expected when you searched like trans dick. Imagine how hard it would imagine how hard it would have been to if you wanted to see like, a trans, trans dick post-op dick in like 1985. You'd have to like go find a trans person and have them show you their dick. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> let me see your dick. Just I'm not I'm not going to yeah, get off like, or anything. I, I just want like, I'm just curious. Yeah, like I'm 25 just... years from now, I'm going to be able to do this real easy anyway. So just, <laughs> just show me your me. dick. Yeah, just... Oh yeah, like I bet in like the the sex part of town, like you know when they had the like dirty movie theaters and stuff in the 70s, mm-hmm. like there was a whole lot of like like a trans person could make you know yeah. 20 bucks here and there just by being like. Like, sure. I want to see your dick. It was like, like Google in real me? life. I'm not like, gay. I just want to see it. <laughs> we, take granted, we just take for granted how easy it is to find out stuff nowadays. Right. Yeah. Stuff that you necessarily don't even need to find out. I wonder out. if like our collective intelligence right. has just increased like exponentially since the dawn of the era. I, I feel like I it's got to it be the opposite. I mean, with, with, with these phones in our hands, it has been. But like, if the internet were to shut down on us all of a sudden, and yeah. like we had to like, oh, what was the name of that movie again? Hang on one second. Oh, my God. I don't know what that actor starred in. Or you think who that we rely on it too much oh, now? And, uh, big, big time. Yeah. But it doesn't, doesn't mean our, our intelligence has gone down. It's like... Uh, We've been able to gather more information more quickly now. But I would right? also I would also go this route that what we've seen with the our homegrown echo chambers, the way we've sculpted our own social network news feed, is that you can really sculpt a stupid fucking news feed, and you can just be inundating yourself with, well, with I mean, the, the but that's dumbest. Just one aspect of the internet, right? But I, I think that would. If you're talking about the mean intelligence, I think that, that that could severely spike intelligence going down. But then I guess on the other hand, there's people that could surround themselves with incredibly intelligent social networks and then spike their intelligence. Yeah. Well, I just don't look at the Internet as I think that, that social networks are just one small percentage of the Internet. You know, I'm talking Google searches and just – Yeah, I mean, I don't know, know if – it's one of those things where you can say it has an um, increase in, like, measurable intelligence. You know, like it, – it, Probably not intelligence, but like uh, I don't things. Know. I know for me, like Social there are so many things wisdom, that I know about wisdom. a knowledge, knowledge. Like there are yeah. so many things that I have learned that, that I wouldn't have learned if it wasn't for the internet. Exactly. That's, and what, I, that's, and that's in, what I'm saying. Uh, it's like that maybe our intelligence hasn't changed, but yeah, our knowledge. The amount of knowledge sure. that we actually can have. How the world actually works. And you don't need to go to school to figure out how a, a, how a, an engine works today. Yeah, you can right. just see it on the internet. Or, or even if you want to be a fucking physicist, I'm sure there's, there's right. YouTube. You would actually have to study things back then. You know, like Specifically to, specialize and, and seek yeah. that knowledge out versus just right. having a, a much, of much less even know that it existed. Right. You know? But then, I, then you do set yourself up for false knowledge, which is yeah. scary and dangerous. But that—that's a whole different thing. But yeah, I mean, that was always a thing. 
Like I thought the crust was the healthiest part of the bread till I was like 25, and I had a moment where I was like, "Oh my god, my mom was just saying that, so she had to cut the crust off when I was five. <laughs> and I just hung on to it for that, long. right? Yeah. You know, like that. Um, right. Well, that's an illogical belief, I suppose. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like sh- stuff like that, like that happened a lot. It is. You know, right. like when people be like their parents, you know, just, your parents were just assume the things, things that they they know the things. They just tell you something yeah. to shut you up. Yeah. Right. It's like, did your dad tell you tell you that calling the population would save the world? <laughs> uh, no, but he'd probably agree. <laughs> so what? So why do you think that then? Yeah. So this is okay. So we're gonna have a little bonus segment here. Um, Mitch and I were talking about doing a more politically themed podcast, and one of the items that Mitch had for helping to save the world was a population calling about like a third of the population. Um. So Joe and I think it'd be fun to to. Dive a little deeper. Interview in. Mitch about this subject. See what, what you know, like yeah. Where, where does the, where, where does, does the idea third come, come from? from? And how how is it chosen? How do you do it? These are all these are all things I don't know. Um, we we can we can hash it out, I guess. But so is it this more comes of just from like a really rough theory? This comes from this book I read um, in high school called My Name Is Ishmael, and it, it all is the crux of there is a telepathic gorilla. That That's truly, what you took out of Ishmael. One of the many things, <laughs> but, but absolutely, this is one of the fucking eye openers that okay. that like hurt my heart and soul, but also made me realize like what's one of the the, the, the truths of how the world works according to this wonderful beautiful telepathic gorilla yeah um so he tells this story to his 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 student um about a nation in africa that has ten thousand people living in it but one thousand of those people are starving so what this place does is it that's an actually solid ratio for africa isn't it (laughs) yeah it's just easy numbers i'm not a numbers guy yeah Uh, (laughs) scotty does the math (laughs) yeah scotty do do the math um and so they look at this problem and say if we grew 1100 people worth of food then nobody would be starving so they grow 1100 people worth of food and then they realize that now they have 200 people starving because while they've grown more food, in doing so, they've grown more population, which has had more kids, which is producing more people that are hungry because there's still not right. enough resources. Right, they'll never be actually So then they're like, reach. okay, then, then we will make enough food for, for 15,000 people, and then we'll, we'll, we'll solve the population there. And then what happens is they have a population of 20,000 people where 5,000 people are, are still starving. And same what, reasons. Same reasons because they just keep making more people than than what. And so then and then what happens? They can't just account for that. Yeah. Then what happens? Is they, they come to a point where they can't make any more food. They've mm-hmm. they've run out of, of resources. They're out of water. They're out of of, of, they're, of They've of reached land. the limit of the amount of food. And that, so yeah. now they still have a population of uh, a proportion of population that is starving. Right. And and that is because there are too many people on this place of, of resources there, there's not enough resources in this location to, sure. to take care of all these people and, and honestly the only way to do it and it happens in nature is is a, a calling is 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 it just it, you need to bring all of the resources down and and start over and so i look around san francisco i look around see the the, the traffic and and how in, in months you can see an exponential increase like i i have like five different ways to get to my office every day yeah. Went one way, like we start seeing it back up, back up. A month later, it just totally backed up. So let's try this other way, and it's going good now. And backed up, backed up. So, so ultimately, I think with all of our problems, I mean, political too. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you manage, you know, two hundred fifty million people? It's impossible to make all of those people happy. Mm-hmm. You got to knock that down. <laughs> just, <laughs> well, you got to knock that down. Can we just jump back to what you said? It happens in nature. What? When does this happen in nature? Well, if there's if there's a drought, say, uh, um, animals like die. Animals will die because they can't get to water, right? or they can't make their own water resources. They, they can't tap right, into right. into groundwater. They can't yeah. salinate, and they, so yeah. they, they can't. They but can't. Then, yeah, that just happens everywhere. Like if, this, if somebody doesn't have resources, they'll starve to death. Right, but but yeah. but not humans. We've figured out a way to hack that system, and in doing so, we've done tremendous damage to everything around us. But we've kept us alive and a lot of us alive for a long time which which is a wonderful right yeah we don't have the resource problem that as badly as like how you described it well it's it's a, it's a very simple 
resources. It's, it's, you know, it's a logic game in the book. Mm-hmm. In San Francisco, it's something entirely different. We have run out of resources. Look at the, look at the roadways. Yeah. We've run out of, 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 of causeways for people to get around. We've run out. You know, uh, We need to take those people back out. Like, Imagine driving around in the 60s and 70s in this place. It would have all made perfect sense. Because, well, there was less roads back then, too. Though. Well, there's less cars on the roads. Same amount of roads. There hasn't been too many more new roads in San yeah. Francisco built in but 30 we're, years. We're, but we're building like, you know... Uh, awesome underground trains and and stuff and eventually uh, like uh, you know automatically driving around cars and more public transportation and eventually we'll probably be using the sky as a form of transportation a lot more commonly than we do so i think we'll always as the human race we'll always come up with new ways like well we might see some congestion but we'll eventually overcome it yeah like we innovate or you know i mean people do die yeah isn't it, did you ever hear uh, Elon Musk talk about uh, the, the the train system that he's been working on, where it just like it, there's like levels and levels, and levels and levels under keeps going more underground, right. uh, and, and that's going to sort of help solve that issue too. Um, but unfortunately, you just can't cull the population. It's right? a shame, really. Yeah, but like, I mean, what do you? How do you imagine? A population culling. Like, see, you think of that. Like, is see, that like? I, is there a selection committee? This is this is why this is a logic game because I I, I can't. I mean, I I I often I, I I lament in my mind how good we've gotten at medicine because we're keeping all these people alive for so much longer. You know. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, my mom had cancer when I was nine, and if there yeah. wasn't medicine, then I would be one of the person that would have lost my mother. So like, yeah. like, if we're getting real here, not dancing around low posts or whatever. Like like that would be. Uh-huh. I'm so thankful for this medicine. Um, and so I can't actually recommend a population culling because someone else's mom's going to die, you know. But it would have to it would have to be completely random if if, if they were to do that, you know what I mean? You say for in order for it to not be a genocide can be considered genocide, it would have to be random, would, involuntary, like, involuntary. You'd have to, like, everyone. Would it would have, have to, to be, be like, like a, one of those shows or movies, like you know the that HBO show where like all of a sudden like. Uh, one eighth of the population just disappears. Right, right. Gets levitated off the earth or something just like that. Gone, mm-hmm. and nobody knows where they went, and there's no explanation for it. Nobody's at fault for it because people literally just disappeared. That's so cool. That yeah. would be the trick. That would be the only way I think it could happen. Otherwise, you're looking at genocide. <laughs> you know, and then it, <laughs> totally. You know, yeah, I think it was just it was just funny for me to see that even written down. <laughs> We might revisit this topic again. I, I meant to re- read that article. Yeah. I, I've kind of for, totally forgot to and, and get, get yeah, my, my the theory more together. Yeah, because the first thing I think about is like, okay, so who, yeah, who do you pick? Who, right. Who gets to live? Well, maybe you give all these yeah. people that like dance around being suicidal on Facebook, like, here's right. your opportunity, folks. Here's a, here's a quick out, you know, and we'll throw your family <laughs> 10 grand. Right, right. Die like a hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it for the voluntary. good. Yeah, I mean, I it think could be voluntary could... or involuntary, but or, random. How about this? I Maybe think that'd be easy. Like you could probably talk one out of ten people into giving themselves up for the rest of the population. <laughs> Maybe easily. Yeah. Maybe you talked or give two them out like... of ten people into voting for fucking Donald Trump. <laughs> Or you, it, it could be like Hillary Clinton. a good idea. It could this be like is how you make America great again. You need, you need a you, you know what I, I like that. It needs to be voluntary, but you need to give an, an, an enticement. So it's got to be like, listen, we'll give you a week in the Bahamas with 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 twenty grand to blow and all Fuck the drugs and all the no. I mean, but you just, just give them whatever they want. Like you have one year, we'll finance whatever. The fuck don't you give them a year. We, that, that's if, too much money. We're trying to save resources. They get a fucking week. So what okay? if we the do, biggest what, week of their lives? What if we do this? Uh... We we build a, play, uh, a place. So it's like a it's, Joe versus the volcano on a massive yeah. scale. Definitely. Oh, I just unplugged my headphones. Bye, Joe. <laughs> um, so what if we? What if we? Wait, decided, now I can't hear myself. Oh, did I screw it up? What if? Um, oh no. It's okay. No, wait. You can't hear. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Then you're fine. I was just cutting in and out. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, say let's. Let, why don't we do this? We, we, we start a war with an alien race, right, mm-hmm. in space, or even just prepare for it, and we'll just have people volunteer to become part of the space army. Oh yeah! So you volunteer, we ship you off the planet to join. To, you know, to go either like train on Mars or on a space station. And that way nobody has to die, and we're getting something out of it. We we're preparing ourselves for the first space war. Right. Well, like, or they have, like, these warp technology engines that, like, don't really work, and yeah. they just, like, 
make Wait, them like instantly. Well, but, yeah, just but because here. we haven't proven that there's alien life and just because we don't have the technology for warping and all that stuff doesn't mean that we can't prepare. Yeah, or but convince people that we have it well, do and then you, just get them to volunteer. But do you know what we have? How you call the and population. then just drop them in space. <laughs> yeah, what we have right now is massive You're siege. You're a space warrior now. <laughs> I mean, Elon did it to one yep. of his enemies. Yep, <laughs> it's true. You have massive CGI budgets. You just convince the entire population the aliens have come. Yeah. Tell them they're in space and if you want to come join up and, and go be a colonist. Oh my God, that would actually really work. Yeah. And it, be like, you got to join up and be a colonist. You'll never see your family again. You know, you're going yeah, to go light okay years that. away. Yeah. yeah, a whole new lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> you have to forget everything left behind. Yeah. Just just send a self-addressed stamped envelope <laughs> and we'll send you a space suit. <laughs> yeah. And then you meet us on this boat and then we're going we're gonna to boat off to the middle of the water where the spaceship has landed. To in a the top ocean. secret location. Yeah. In, the, in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. But for obvious security reasons. Oh, we, yeah. We can't share. Yeah. We can't share where that is because mm-hmm. the aliens will find out. Yeah. And you just throw them into that hole in Siberia that keeps that has the fire that constantly comes out. Of it. Yeah, <laughs> and, all in the gulag. And there it is. And there it is. Although, the, or the, we could actually get the technology and just shoot them into space. Well, but yeah, at least give them a ride. The only yeah. problem with Whee! that is that there's going to be a lot of like very intelligent, motivated, wonderful people that are going to volunteer for that. But I mean, is that just way you go? You know, idiot? But that's okay. I mean, like, yeah. well, right. But you, you could also filter them out easily. You could. It, it could be like the draft. You know, it's like where there's some people you're like, no, 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 like. You can't. You keep going to we medical need school. You too much, on <laughs> you know, like, right? Yeah. There are exemptions. You know, there's always that. You know, you know, it's like you're an engineer. We're going to keep you around. Yeah. It, but you know, we still got some freedom to drop on yeah. the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning you guys from a plane. Yeah. But you, we're shooting into space. <laughs> we're going to fight for our freedom, our space freedom. That'd be an interesting idea, like where it's like there's just a certain amount of the like you have somebody that has a theory like there's a certain amount of the population that's just built for war, mm-hmm. people that just want to fight right. for war, and so you have volunteers from every country in the world, and that's how we get rid of our war. Mm-hmm. It's just you get ship all the all the soldiers off, <laughs> just let them go for it, and everyone else just agrees. Whatever happens, we will go with it. Well, yeah. think about it, like whoever's left over, like the the. The people that send guys to war won't have anyone to send anymore. Right. So they won't have like Dick Cheney's yeah. not not a threat. No. It, you know he's not going to start shooting people in the Middle what East. Was that, you know what was like that theory himself. from Unfollowed that we were talking about one time? Remember, it was like uh, somebody's rant about how we should be training. Uh, refugees to go back and fight in their own country oh god that was somebody's rant yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. solid rant solid theory it was yeah yeah yeah. get a bunch of immigrants it it was a little bit of an illogical belief but but yeah um so let's uh let's jump into a picture this picture this picture this picture this this. (laughs) i would picture this uh all right hey you guys you know that the the phrase is you ain't shit and your shit are both insults. What do you think about that? You ain't shit. That's like a, that's a, you know, nobody wants to hear that said about them. But on the opposite side, I could say, you know what? You're shit. Yeah. So, so or which, shithead. Yeah. Well, so which is it? Are you shit or are you not? Is it good to be shit or is it bad to be shit? Or you're the shit. Or you're the shit is a good thing. Yeah. Right. But that's, you know, that's if you're saying you ain't shit, that's like basically the insult that goes along with you are the shit. So why is shit interchangeably good and bad? I mean, I think it all just comes down to the tone of your delivery. Right? Right. You can make anything an insult. Man, you ain't shit. I think it's like that the reason there's two sides to this is that like one side, you kind of have to accept that drugs exist and they're a good thing because like i think that the the good use of the word shit is like talking about drugs or i guess food too this is some good shit this is some good shit yeah but you know but it's like you know when you're talking about like marijuana back in the day or Mm -hmm. dope or whatever that's some good shit some good shit like you know almost all the a lot of the nicknames for it like had some kind of a negative side you know i mean it's basically just like a cooler way of saying stuff Right. Right? Yeah, exactly. But how do you you apply it to a person? In in this case, we're applying it to a person. One thing, and I think that might be the the person application, you ain't shit. I don't think I would... well, because you're not going to say someone, no, hey, man, you are not shit. Yeah. But it it has a totally different connotation. Like you're below shit? If I were to say to you, you are not shit, 
you'd probably be like, well, thank you for saying that I'm not shit. <laughs> but if I say that. simply change that to a contraction, you ain't shit. Now I've insulted you. Yeah. Because I, I think it means you're below shit. You're not even good enough to be but shit. We're basically yeah. saying that shit is cool. Are we saying shit is cool and you are not it? Right. Or are we saying that you're so bad that like here's shit and you're even worse than that? Yeah. The, the trick comes down to, to the thing. So when you say like, that, I feel like that could be a good Gordon Ramsay insult. Like where he's like, you know, if I'd have hired 10 pounds of shit instead of you, it would have been more productive. Like just some ram- you know, amped up insult. Sure. Where you're like, you're just worse than shit. Yeah. I, the way I take the you ain't shit uh, idiom is, is that, hey, sh- shit is good. Like you, you, like, you know, the opposite of this. Uh, 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 or, or if I said you're the shit, you know? Yeah. So maybe if you're a farmer. Hey, man, you're the shit. Meaning like you're the good stuff. Like like what you were saying, with the, Scotty, with the, the drugs. Like it's good shit. So then, hey, man. Oh, you know Mitch? Yeah, he's the shit. He's the shit. Oh no! Yeah. You know no! You know I don't like Mitch. You know he ain't shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. But 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 the one thing I would say is that you are shit. Like, hey Joe, you are shit. Like you'd be more like, hey Joe, you are shit at podcasting. Yeah. You're hey Scotty, you are shit at you're a landscaping. Shit yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it means that you are you are a pile of feces when it comes to doing this task. Uh-huh. There's usually a, a something added to the end of you are shit. I feel like I rarely walk around and say you're shit. So is it a difference in language in terms of like shit as a noun versus shit as a pronoun or as a verb or a, well, adverb? No, I don't think it's ever used as a yeah, verb you're right. in that case. Well, I guess yeah. You sh- well you shit. <laughs> just. No, it's, it's 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 a noun in both cases, but it's just like a different use of of a noun it's more almost a pronoun like like putting something on a pedestal as shit like that's the shit Mm -hmm. you know yeah versus like you ain't shit meaning like all shit as it as it exists when i shit in in my hand and throw it at you right well i think that's a there's also when it comes to shit you know there's fertilizer Mm. which is like which is positive shit which is like really fucking important yeah. Like, if you're a farmer, like... Well, I mean, even just shitting you know. is important. Like, you know? Yeah. If, if I don't have a nice shit every day, then I'm going to be... Oh, like a good, a good shit in the morning? Yeah. And if you're... Or if you're a, Three or four of them. If oh, you're yeah, a dog owner, and I'd imagine if you're a kid, too, or if you're a parent as well, like, other things shit has a lot to do with your daily life, and you tell a lot about how they're doing by their shit. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a great health indicator it as is. well. You know? You, have, you can see how healthy you are based on the color of your shit. Mm-hmm. Or like get this shit out of here, yeah. <laughs> you know, just it's just it's something you just want to get. What rid is of. all this shit? Yeah. What is all this shit? Put this shit away. You eat shit for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I eat pieces of shit like you. That reminds me of another weird thing my dad does, just to bring, bring it all back around <laughs> to, to Joe's dad, uh, to Greg, to Gregory Raphael. <laughs> he, he has this. Uh, he he gets a. It, annoyed real easily at messes right so like if my brother and i are home for the holidays or something and we've left like some wrappers are out and he gets annoyed at that clean it up uh so much so that it gets him like amped up about stuff so it's almost like he's on alert for, for the mess. <laughs> a mess to be upset about yeah so yeah. this one time this is great my brother and i talk about this all the time this one time <laughs> he comes into the kitchen and my brother and i are in the kitchen eating snacks or whatever but we've got a couple of the ca- kitchen cabinets open yeah we just haven't closed them yet like and they're open and you can see the snacks inside and you know we had more than one of them open and we had you know we were actually more like, than one snack we had more, more than, than one, one snack. we were exploring the snacks yeah. you know and mm-hmm. we exploring your snack and, space and, and it's we had, huge we just hadn't shut all the the kitchen cabinets yet and we were kind of like away from them too and he walks in and he looks around he looks at the cabinets he goes what's this mess what's this mess and we we look at each other like you you mean this one and we like close the cabinets now the mess is gone (laughs) that was a mess the cabinets being open did he calm down did that make make everything better i think he just kind of like huffed and walked Uh yeah you could have been like it's the inside of your own cabinets. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, nobody likes getting pointed out to do something ridiculous. You know what I mean? Even, even though they know it and we all know it, but like, oh yeah, yeah. that was ridiculous. That... No, he has a he has a way of like uh, sort of stomping off before we can make him realize the ridiculousness <laughs> of what he did. 
You know, we've yelled at him countless times for standing up too fast in the boat, but he still does that. Still does that. You know? well, like, it's amazing, though. There, there are certain people that like they'll have these little picadillos about who they are. And mm-hmm. for some reason, you can't like you, you can even intend like you should talk to him about this. And yeah. it's like you're like, I've been trying for years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, but somehow yeah. he's avoided confrontation on this. For 40 years. Yeah, and we're just going to go with it as right. a, a yeah, as good family members. <laughs> <laughs> Let them ride it out. Love yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Some stuff's just not worth it. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. For this week's episode well, of thanks. Dancing About Architecture. Thanks for having me, thanks for, yeah. thanks for stopping by, Mitchell. Yeah. Thanks to our special guest, Mitch, for coming Yay. by. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a good episode. We hope you enjoy it. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye, everybody.